Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I am your host, Brett Hill, and today we have a message concerning your words. And we're going to talk about what words are and what their power is. And today's message title is, They're More Than Words. So we're going to start out with Ephesians 4 and 29, because in Ephesians 4 and 29, the Bible says, Let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is for building up. So you want to build people up with the Bible. The Bible's telling you that the words that comes out of your mouth should be edifying and not corrupt. And it says that it may give grace to those who hear your words. So according to Ephesians 4 and 29, we need to watch the words that come out of our mouth because they are important and they have power and the reason we should be speaking words is that it may give grace to those that hear them. Psalms 19 and verse 14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. So here the psalmist is talking about the words of his mouth being acceptable in the sight of the Lord. So it's more than words. It's more than just letting something come out of your mouth because you're angry or, you know, I, you know, I've heard a lot of people that says, well, you know, you shouldn't really pay attention to that uh, things that I say when I'm angry because I'm not really talking sense or, you know, I really didn't mean that the way that you took it or what have you. But listen, we talked uh, a few episodes back and we kind of brought up the uh, subject that words are seeds sown from the lips of your mouth and seeds, my word, the Bible says, my word will not come back to me void. In other words, when he created us, he created us in his own image. And when we speak, just like he speaks, our words go out from our mouth and they say things, they plant seeds, whether they're corrupt or they're edifying. And those seeds grow a harvest that reaps and comes back and provides a fruit for whatever we planted. So when we plant corruption, we reap corruption. Uh, another place in the Bible says that the words of your mouth works strong against me. So when we are talking and God wants to, like in Jeremiah, God says that my plans are to prosper you, not to harm you. And then when we look, I think it's in the book of Malachi where he says, that your words are working strong against me. In other words, when he wants to prosper you and you keep speaking negative things or you, you keep speaking doubt or corruption, you tie the hands of God in your life so that he cannot work in your life and help you the way that he wants to because your words are working against his plan for you. That's why in Ephesians 4 and 29, he says, let no corrupt talk come out of your mouth. Now, in Matthew 12 and 37, listen at this verse. This one is powerful so that you can understand how powerful your words are. Matthew 12 and 37 says, For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Ouch. See, the words that we speak out of our mouth, it says the words that you speak out of your mouth will justify you. Oh, well, how are you justified by the words of your mouth? Oh, dear Lord, I am a sinner. 
God, I know that I need a Savior. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart and make things new and save this sinner. That is words that justifies you because you have put your trust in Jesus Christ. But if your words, a way that your words would condemn you, listen to this. Oh, Jesus Christ is not real. He's really not a Savior. That, that Bible Oh, that's just a history book. There's nothing real about that that means anything. There's no heaven. There's no hell. There's no eternity. Listen, that's already condemned you. You know, we, we talk about uh, John 3.16, but John 3.17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn, but to save. He, he didn't come to condemn us, but to save us. So when we talk about Jesus coming into this world to provide salvation and to be a sacrifice for our sins. Matthew 12 and 37 says we are justified by our words because in Romans it says with our mouth we speak and we testify of who Christ is to us and we say that we believe in our heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead. Then we can be saved. So, by our words, we are justified through salvation, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So if we open our mouth and say that none of that is true, if we open our mouth and say that there's no heaven, there's no hell, Jesus is just some guy that was important back in the day, and he's, you know, he's not really a savior. He didn't raise from the dead. It, that's what this scripture is talking about. You've condemned yourself already. So Matthew 12 and 36, the verse right before that, he says, I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give account for what? Every careless word that they speak. And then he goes on, for by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. So those are powerful words in the Bible to explain to us that the words that we speak are actually more than words. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back to continue. So don't go anywhere. I'm Brian Chris, lead pastor at River of Life Ministries in Nestle Springs, Tennessee. I want to personally invite you to experience Jesus with us. And we meet every Sunday morning at 10 and 11 a.m. We also meet every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. for Bible study. We want you to experience Jesus with us, and we want to invite you to come be with us, 106 Spring Creek Road, Estill Springs, Tennessee. Like our Facebook page, also join our community page at River of Life Ministries. Hope to see you there soon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We're talking about the power of our words and what they mean today. And the title of the message today is they are more than words. And we were just talking about in Matthew 12, uh, 36 and 37, where Jesus is telling us that on the day of judgment, we will all give account for our careless words that we speak. And by our words, we will be justified. And by our words, we will be condemned. We have to be careful about the words that comes out of our mouth because we are sowing seed 
that does not come back void. When we speak negativity, we reap negative fruits. So we've got to be careful about the things that we sow. Uh, we're going to look at uh, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24. This one says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb. It's sweetness to the soul and health to the body. So in Colossians or in Proverbs 16 and 24, the Bible is telling us that good words that come out of our mouth are healthy to our body. Oh, bet you didn't know that, did you? So the Bible's even talking about how the way that we speak affects our health. It affects the way that we live. It, it can affect the, the longevity of our life. So it says not only is it sweetness to the soul, it says it's health to the body. So when we speak good words and we're kind and gracious to people, it prolongs our life and gives us new, uh, uh, like spiritual nutrients that helps our body to be healthy. And uh, I know that when we speak anger and we speak strife and we're constantly tore up all the time and the stress that's in our body because of the way that we talk and how we just don't control ourselves and we stay angry and stressed out all the time, that sends you to a grave real early. So we know that that's a fact. I've seen many people. I've got relatives that's done that. I've got friends that's done that. People that live a bitter life and talk a bitter life, they don't seem to stick around long. So that's important to us to understand Proverbs 16 and 24. Gracious words are sweet to the soul. The, the proverb says that it's like a honeycomb and it holds sweetness. And it also goes on to tell us that it's health to the body. Now in Colossians 3 and 8, he says that we must put these things away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. So words are much more important than what we think they are. Words can cause all kinds of problems for us. They can cause health problems, just like we saw in Proverbs 16. And in Colossians 3 and 8, we're seeing that it's we're being told to put these things away. Why? Because it's healthy for us not to put bad words in our mouth, not to speak slander, not to have anger, not to have obscene talk because our the words that come out of our mouth are seed and they are more than just words. You know, I don't know how many times I've heard people just, just speak. And I, you know, I mentioned it in the first segment that when you speak out of anger and you just run off at the mouth at people and you say things that you shouldn't say, and then people just come back instead of apologizing and making it right, they just brush it off and say, well, you shouldn't pay attention to me when I'm angry. Well, you should pay attention to yourself when you're angry and say things that you should have never let come out of your mouth because when you're angry, you're causing health problems to yourself when words that are not edifying are coming out of your mouth. And Colossians 3 and 8 says we should put these words away. Now, I want to go down to Proverbs chapter 25. Proverbs chapter 25, verse 11 says, A word that is fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Wow, that's, that's putting some riches and glory in the words that come out of your mouth. So a word that is fitly spoken is like apples of gold in a setting of silver. Now, 
I want to go to one that's a little bit more powerful. And I use this one a lot because I understand I've, you know, I've read the Bible several times and a couple of times when I was going from cover to cover, reading through it, I ran across this scripture and it really took hold of me. And it made me really think about things when I get angry. And it's, it's not that I, you know, from time to time, I do have to control my anger. Everybody does. I'm not saying that you're going to live perfect and not say things you shouldn't, but you should correct yourself. You should apologize and you should be in a right standing with both God and man is what the Bible tells us. But in Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21, this scripture should really take hold of you to understand that they are more than words, that they have life and death in them. Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Wow. In other words, if you love the way you talk and you like to talk and you like to say lots of words, I know every preacher that I know is long-winded. My wife tells me I talk a lot all the time. But when I have someone that's talking to me and I get on the subject of Jesus, my Savior, I can talk till the cows come home, as they say. So the this verse is telling you whatever the fruits are of that talking, it's okay to just talk, 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 talk. If you are edifying people and it is fruitful, that is good for the soul and good for the body, those words are fruits that you will eat of, that others around you that are listening will eat of. So Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue and those who love it will eat from the fruits that come from it. I want to take a break right there and we'll come right back. So don't go anywhere. Hello everyone, I just want to encourage you to find a church where God is moving and find a way to get tied into that church. It's important for every Christian to be involved in corporate worship. So if you don't have a home church and you're not near the ones that we're advertising on our program on a regular basis, seek out a good, God-fearing, Christian-based, Bible-believing church and start attending church and get involved in your local church. God will bless you for it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. We're talking about the words of our mouth and what kind of power they have and effect that they not only have on the people we're speaking to, but the effect they have on the health of your body. We read earlier in the Bible that shows a scripture that says that the words of our mouth are like a honeycomb and they're sweet to the soul and their health to the body. Proverbs 16, 24. So it's important to us to make sure that we keep track of the way we talk and the words that comes out of our mouth. Now, Exodus 20 and verse 7, listen to this one. You shall not take the name of your Lord in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. You want to talk about saying something that don't just float out there and has no meaning? Using the Lord's name in vain, he says, I will not hold you guiltless. So those are words that you need to extremely be careful of 
if you're using God's name in vain, because he will not hold you guiltless. If you've been using God's name in vain, I suggest uh, getting on your knees before the Lord and letting the Holy Spirit deal with you and getting him to help you not talk like that anymore and get his forgiveness and his grace and get spiritual strength to not use those words like that again, because the Bible's telling us he will not hold you guiltless if you do this. Uh, if we look at Proverbs 29 and verse 20, I want you to I want you to pay attention to this one because 29 and 20 says, do you see a man who is hasty? In other words, just quick with his words. I, you know, a lot of people, I, I use this phrase, uh, your mouth kicked off before your brain activated. So in other words, you didn't think this through before you spoke, because if you'd have thought it through and thought about the consequences of what you was about to say, you'd have probably held your tongue and not said it. That's what this proverb is talking about. Do you see a man who speaks before he thinks there is more hope for a fool than for him? Ouch, that's very powerful to understand that our words are important for us to keep control. And one of the fruits of the Spirit, the very last fruit of the Spirit that is mentioned out of the nine fruits is self-control. So if we don't have self-control, and James talks about the tongue being like a little bitty rudder on a great big ship, and it controls the entire ship. And the tongue controls the entire body. The tongue can cause your body's destiny and your soul's destiny because of the words that comes out of your mouth. So you have to be careful about how you speak because you sow words of life and you sow words of death as you speak and open your mouth and say things that you shouldn't say or should say. So they are words. I, you know, in the beginning when God created he made a statement that said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness. The likeness of God, he says, my words will not come back to me void. They will accomplish everything that they were spoken to do. And he made us in his image and our mouth speaks words that sow seeds that never come back. They reap a harvest of whatever we say. So they do not come back void. You speak death over things and you speak life over things. And these words sow into others. They sow into you and they cause effects because of the way that we speak. If you have people that just say, I can't do this. I, I just I don't have it in me to get this done. They are bound for failure because their words have already destroyed their capability of success. You have to always use I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You've got to stay positive. You've got to stay on the positive side of things with your words to accomplish. So in uh, Colossians 4 and 6, he says, let your speech, in other words, your words, always be gracious, seasoned with salt. I don't know about you, but I, you know, if you eat mashed potatoes without salt on them, and you know, we're down here in the country, um, we love to have salt on everything. I got a friend at church that says he eats salt on a banana. And I, <laughs> he's, he's kidding, but he, his, he had high blood pressure and his doctor was telling him you need to lay off the salt. But he, he's made it important to his doctor to understand <laughs> that uh, he loves salt. But if you have something like uh, potatoes, 
or beans and things like that, and you don't put any seasoning in them right at all, they they don't they don't edify you. They don't taste good. You're not going to want to eat those. It's just going to be plain and bland. So the Bible's making a comparison right here to the way that salt makes food taste and pleasant to you. And he's saying, let your words always be gracious and pleasant, just like being seasoned with salt so that you may know how you should answer everyone that you speak to. So Proverbs 12 and 18, there is one whose rash words are like sword thrust. Man, now that's that's hard. So that's showing you right there that your words are a knife. You ever heard somebody say, man, that's just like stabbing me in the back with what you just said that just cut me deep. You know, that's what this scripture saying. There is one whose rash words, when you speak hard words to somebody, it's like thrusting a sword in them. But the tongue of the wise, the tongue of the people who speak wisely, they bring healing to those who have been thrusted with a sword with bad words. So I want to tell you before we close out today, it's Proverbs 12 and 18. There are those people who speak things that just cut you to the bone and they hurt you and they cause wounds that you think can never heal. But there is one who was the wise one. There was one who came and gave up his throne in heaven and he came to this earth and he taught and he preached the word of God and he told us, he said, here's two commandments I want you to understand. Love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul and love your neighbor just as you would yourself. Be careful about the things that you say. Always love people and when you open your mouth, let love be the first thing on your tongue and He's saying your tongue and your wise words bring healing. And he is a great healer. He's a great physician. And he's the one that is capable of healing the sword thrust of other people's bad words that they speak to you. So I want to encourage you today to watch the words that you speak because they are more than words. They give life and they give death. And just like Proverbs 12 and 18, they're like a knife that cuts deep into people and causes harm. But thank God the second part of that verse says the tongue of the wise, the words of God himself brings the healing that you need to get over those words, to be able to give forgiveness to people. He says, if you don't forgive me of their trespasses, my father in heaven won't forgive you. So we have to forgive people for the way that they speak and for the bad words that they say about us, the harmful pain that they, that they cause us with their words. And we got to seek Jesus Christ who brings the healing with his words. So I want to pray with you. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that your word is more than word, but it brings life and life more abundantly. It brings healing to our bodies when others cut us. Father, we just uh, pray that the words that have come in this podcast today can reach those who need it today and those who need healing in their bodies and healing in their spirits. And I pray that your word reaches to the souls and reaches to the minds of the people who need to hear it today and brings the healing that is needed. And God, if there's any listening that does not know you as Lord and Savior, I pray that you touch their spirit right now, send your Holy Spirit to call on them and draw them to you so that they will receive you as Lord and Savior of their life. I ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
All right. Thank you for tuning in today. God bless you. We just, uh, we're proud to have you listening. We, we just pray that God blesses you every time you hear one of our messages and uh, hope to see you on the next one. If you've received Christ or these messages have, have touched you, we love the encouragement to hear from you in an email. So reach out to us, holding fast to faith at outlook.com. Reach out to us and let us know uh, how these podcasts are affecting you. And, and we hope to see you again next time. God bless you. Hello, my name is Pastor Jonathan Blazer, pastor of the Water Grove Church of God. One person said, church is not something you go to, it's a family you belong to. At our church, we believe in family, and we want to invite you and your family to join us and be a part of our family at the Water Grove Church of God. Our service times are Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship 11 a.m., Sunday evening services at 6 p.m., and Wednesday evening at 6.30 p.m. Come be a part of our family. God bless.